0: Mindfulness Mode.
1: Don't take yourself so seriously. Stop walking around going, you know, uh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the other. Just sort of go, I don't know, this just worked.
0: Reach new heights of calm, focus and happiness. Here on Mindfulness Mode with me, your host and Mindfulness Life Coach, Bruce Langford. Hey, Mindful Tribe, I have a guest here today who is going to help us understand how to conquer our mindset, how to let go, so many other things. I have Sheena Kantar here today. Hey, Sheena, are you in mindfulness mode today?
1: <laughs> I'm always in mindfulness mode. It's, um, yeah. And for me, mindfulness is, is paying attention, being here, right here right now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but here right now. And that's what I'm here with you now right now, Bruce, aren't I?
0: Yes, exactly. And I'm so glad you said that because I was just going to ask you what mindfulness meant to you. I want to uh, share a little bit about you with my Mindful Tribe followers. Sheena Cantar helps you create wealth, and grow it in every area of your life, including finances, relationships, business, health, and happiness. Sheena works alongside Bob Proctor, making sure her clients get phenomenal results in six months or less. She's always been fascinated with the intricacies of mindset and how it can be altered in order to achieve success. And as we'll discover in this interview, Sheena has been deeply immersed in mindfulness for years. So it's going to be so fascinating to learn about how your journey has unfolded. So let me ask you this. How did you end up being connected up with Bob Proctor and working with Bob to help people achieve success?
1: I guess the whole journey started about 10 years ago whenever um, I just went on a journey of Exploring myself and realizing that there was so much more to have, and so, but you know, by the time you get to seven hundred books later, Bruce, and you've you're you've studied to masters in business coaching, Reiki, NLP, hypnotherapy, coaching. I mean, literally, the list just goes on. And then you think you know it all, but then you lose everything because you're working so hard. You've got all this knowledge. You're an absolute little (laughs) know-it-all. And But results are going in the opposite direction. And I followed every course out there. And I hear people and everybody's promising this, that, and the other right there, aren't they? You know, you can do this and do that and do the other. And they're they're promising you the world. And it's just like, so I followed a load of those courses. And then I decided, right, that's it. You know, I need to go to somebody who knows what's going on. So I first of all tried Tony Robbins. So I I did his work. And I find that I was just looking, again, I mean, His work is amazing, but again, it was more strategies, more things for me to remember. And I was just like, oh, I just want life to be easy. And I met up with a Bob Proctor coach, randomly, nothing's ever random, but at a a networking meeting, she told me about the program, and I knew everything she was saying. And I says, well, what am I going to get if I know it all? And she goes, you know it all, but you're not doing it all. And I was like, but I am. Well, clearly not, because you haven't got the results. Let's <laughs> <That's> just, <like, laughs> just slap you across the face there, yeah? yeah. So, yes, I was the know-it-all without the results. So, I'm sure we've all been, you know, we've all been there, and we're all there anyway. Where we, we know what to say, but why aren't we doing it? We call it the knowing doing gap. And so, when I first did the program with Bob, I got such tremendous results because I knew so, you know, so much already that there was a shift that happened with this program and I just decided there and then, oh my goodness, I am, I know exactly who to work with now.
0: I want to cut in here and I want to ask you what it was like during those dark days before you discovered Bob's coach and be, you know, you, you had studied it all, you had, you figured you knew it all and you weren't achieving success. Tell us about a day in that, spot in your life and how you felt and how you were just not sure how to move forward. How was
1: that? How I remember being on the phone to the coach, like just, you know, I mean, let's start your day in the morning. You know, I would still get up at five o'clock. I was the person who did everything. I had all the actions under like tick tick tick, Sheena <laughs> tick box, Sheena. Great. Got it all done. So I would always still get up. You know, my head was wanting to do it, my spirit wanted to do it, but my physical body was in in another mode it felt like in another realm and it was like depressed and and just really it didn't want to get out of bed but i knew that i had to just keep doing and making decisions every single day so that was the first thing that i did and then do gratitude every single day and it was forced but i knew that if i didn't do that that there was i was going to go the opposite way and i didn't want to do that so I still did everything. But then just when you mentioned there about the days, all I saw was me sitting on the phone with my coach, because obviously I felt like I'd let everybody die. And I'd lost the house, the car, the horses, the dogs, the cats. You know, my kids, OK, they're 21 and 27 now. You know, so it was this was three years ago. So they did have places to go. But I felt like I'd let everybody die, that I wasn't a good enough girlfriend, mother, daughter, a business person. Absolutely everything I mean you carry that shame I mean I was completely ashamed at myself and that's all the programming that we have where we have these talking to ourselves isn't it you know you're not good enough you should know better you it keeps going doesn't it yeah so I was crying on the phone you know with with my Bob Proctor coach and they're very very good at literally helping to bring you around and see things and I mean other times you find me sitting in the kitchen floor just literally just crying you know but you've got to just get up, Yeah, allow the tears to flow whatever wherever you are, allow them to flow, but then know that, look, I'm actually still here. I, that means I've got something to do. And so I just made the decision every day, Bruce, that it was going to get better. And I just uh, kept asking the question. I would reckon that probably... That was probably about an eighteen month period that I felt like that that you know I would just keep literally breaking down if somebody asked me how were things going, I would just literally go on a meltdown and I didn't wow. want it to happen.
0: that must have been so tough
1: well it's it, it's people go through it don't they but it's just yeah. what I say to people is just make the decision every day that it's getting better it's getting better, and there's only you that can make it better there's nobody else outside you that can make it better. it is only you and you've got to do the work and when you come out the other side, you just say to yourself like, I am never, ever going back there again. Like never, because when we shift the paradigms, you can, you can see them knocking, but the door's firmly shut and it's locked. And you, you don't have to go back there ever again. I mean, you wouldn't want to anyway, because you can see it all now and you can see where you are. So it was making the decision every single day. Now there is a, a little formula that I've learned now. I didn't know it then but I, you know, this works for people now is that we do have a law of rhythm. So things will go up and down. Yeah. And there's also the law of polarity where if there's a real high, chances are there's going to be a real low, but that's a really good thing because if there's a real low, it means there's a real high coming. Yes, Yes. So always remember that. And then to say, this is what Michael Beckwith says and Bob Proctor loves this. He goes, it is what it is. So bring yourself back to center. Almost as if step back from yourself and your body and go, it is what it is. Can I change it? No. Can I change my perception about it? Yes. Okay. And then harvest the good. When we have something happen to us in our lives, Bruce, we look back always and go, oh, yeah, I'm so glad that happened because that made me the person I am today. Right. Yeah. But why are we waiting a year, 10 years to look back? Why don't we just do it now? True.
0: True true so what were some of the first successes you achieved when you started working with this coach
1: yeah um I literally pulled in 40,000 pounds worth of business in three weeks
0: Wow 40,000
1: yeah that was um I think I'd been it was I'd got to the August and I'd had nothing all year absolutely nothing and you see everything's there Bruce as we raise our consciousness our mindfulness and let it expand and take the pressure and the stress off then we start Things come to us that were ours anyway. But because we were holding ourselves down, mm. they couldn't get to us. So as right. we start to rise, it goes, oh, look, it was here. And it just came.
0: So you were able to let go in a way you had never before been able to do. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. I was starting to understand the programming that was going on in my body. And that's the work that we do with Bob Proctor, is literally to understand those programs. We call Bob calls them paradigms. And yes. paradigms are, you know, are basically habits that we've got into and it's a mental program that we've talked ourselves into over all these years and was even somebody else programmed them into us as well and when we start to understand those paradigms we can break them some of them don't go very easily Bruce. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> right <of them.
0: laughs> that is some for sure
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Some of them take a bit of a while and other ones are easy, um, but it gets easier and easier and you can hear the old ones knocking, but you're like, no thanks. I'm not going back there. Thank you very much.
0: And what was your toughest paradigm that you had to let go of?
1: Do you know what? When you let go of them, you forget what they are. All I remember is seeing myself. Now, even though I did all the work that Bob had asked me asked us to do, so we've got lots of different techniques that we do in the lessons, I actually realized is that the... Um, the highest vibration wins. So we tend to be our our. We're, we're more interested in the fear of things, aren't we? Yeah. So that would be like, I am. Um, oh, here's. And my affirmation is, I am a millionaire. Oh my God, I've got no money. Did you right. get it? Like, yes. Th- this one's winning, isn't it? That the, the the I've not got is winning. Yes. So definitely. I figured I'm going to go in the car and I'm going to outshout this paradigm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I outshouted it. So every time it shouted, I shouted the positive thing higher, and then it shouted louder, and then I shouted the positive thing higher until I was literally screaming at myself in the car. And I don't recommend that everybody has to do that, but that was just, I don't even know what the paradigm was, but it was just something, that was one of my ways that I knew that the higher vibration always wins. The one that's screaming the loudest is the one that's going to win. And so I decided, well, I would scream my positive stuff, the loudest. You're going to
0: scream right back.
1: I'm going to scream right back at you. You're not, because I've done all the work. And so other ones have gone easier, but this one, it didn't want to let go. And I thought I, it wasn't going to beat me. It wasn't going to beat me. I'd had enough. i just had enough. And so that was, that's the Sheena way. I don't recommend that to everybody, but in a car, whenever nobody's hearing you, what the heck? <laughs> wow.
0: Wow. And so tell me more about what happened. What were some of the toughest challenges as you worked with this coach
1: i would say it's flipping the it's flipping the paradigms but here's the thing bruce bob says do what i say do exactly as i say and you will get results but oh no i knew i know better like i don't know about you bruce but i know better than everybody obviously (laughs) and i know better than bob proctor and here's the thing is that we think we're doing them Like I really thought I was doing them, you know, and I'm actually on my sixth time round on this program thinking into results and I'm now realizing that, well, I thought I was doing them and then I thought I was doing them and then I thought I was doing them and then you start to realize, oh my goodness, but this is the journey. I mean, when you work with Bob, you end up working with him for life on his his work because you realize what a genius the man is. He takes everything that's so complicated and makes it simple. Yeah, I've read books before now and then I go into my into my material and then I just see one line from Bob and I'm like, you just summarized the whole book in one line. Yeah, yeah. That's all I have to remember. And That's the simplicity of it. We don't need to know the quantum science, the biology, the physics. We don't need to know all that. It's interesting. It's fascinating. But just do what Bob says. And eventually your body gets it. You've got to do the work every day. You cannot let one day go past. You've got to do it every day. And we, on our programs, we literally do it twice a day, every day.
0: And so can you share with us what some of those daily strategies are that you have to do?
1: Yeah, well, so we listen to, um, we listen to Bob in the morning. We have a 15-minute video from Bob in the morning. It'll be on a certain topic. So there's 12 topics. And we'll, we will listen to one certain video. So for that whole week or two weeks. And um, we let, literally listen to the same video morning and night. And then we have exercises. So we've got an article. So say the first one is decision article, but we read that every day. And then we have exercises to do as well. Questions to ask yourself because you're wanting to pull something out of you. We're not trying to give you knowledge here. Trying to pull the wisdom from within. That's what we want to pull out. You've got the answer to everything that you ask, but we are out there asking everybody else. So be mindful that you have all the answers and that's what we're teaching you to never have to ask anybody's opinion on your life ever again, ever.
0: So does your daily routine include meditation?
1: Oh yes. Oh yes. And more and more and more, Bruce. It started off once a day. It's then it went to twice. Then it went to three. And now if I can just drop and stop before I do anything, I've learned a technique that I'm using to literally, that I can pull myself into alpha. So if anybody's listening um, that, that doesn't understand your brainwaves, so your beta waves is whenever, like I'm obviously in beta now, because <laughs> I'm chirp, talking away and I'm hyperactivity. And that's that's not going to get you what you want. That's just messing around in effects out here. Yeah. But right. if you want new things to happen, you know, the spirit works in alpha. And alpha is when you calm your mind down. And that's the right brain, where the right brain then starts to come up with ideas. But if we're constantly in left brain, chittering, action, do, 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 we're just working in the same material over and over and over and over again. That's why we get the same results. But if we can relax, the more we relax and be an alpha, the ideas come. That idea could save you a week's work. You, have, you, you activate one idea for half an hour, boom oh, I don't have to do anything for the rest of the week now. It is absolute magic. But yes, the more you learn to meditate, you will bring yourself into yourself and align yourself with yourself. I mean, that, it, it, is, it is an absolute. If somebody says they don't have time to meditate you know, for, for 15 minutes and I say, well, then I think you need to do an hour. Yes. I just told you I don't have time to do 15 minutes. Is it exactly. You need to do at least an hour
0: then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so many magical things have happened in my life and I'm sure they have in yours as well. And one of them was the last couple of days I've been thinking about Bob quite a bit because I was in a mastermind with Bob and have read, you know, his books and Think and Grow Rich is a book that he talks about all the time. And and I believe very much in Napoleon Hill's books. And uh, so suddenly then I look at LinkedIn and here's this woman named Sheena reaching out to me and I'm like, Bob Proctor. She works with Bob Proctor. Wow. Now that was magical. I tell you, I couldn't believe it.
1: You called me into existence. This is what makes me laugh And people, if ever you get a, a message, somebody asking you to look at something, then don't blame the other person going oh, Who are they? You know, asking me to look at their stuff. It's just like, no, you called me into existence. And so for people just to stop and look and go, what have I been thinking about? Is this the answer to what I wanted? And just investigate it. It may be no, and you may have bypassed me, but that obviously resonated with you. So you called me into existence and I felt compelled to answer, you know, because I did stop at your name and you were like highlighted and it was just like, oh, I think I'll just send Bruce this message anyway. didn't think anything more about it. And it's such a lovely response. You know, when somebody is mindful that came through in your message, there was no doubt about it.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, I've I've been doing the podcast for quite a long time, five years almost now. And uh, so I've met so many incredible people. But when I I had a chance to talk with you, I was like, wow, this woman has so much to share, so much. So when was the first time you met Bob in person?
1: In um, February last year, so 2019, my first training. So it's just you know you you're sitting there and I was sitting at the front and there he is. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just there, you know. So um yeah that's that was the that was the first time and it was just one of those you know when you're going like this is a bit funny here you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been listening to Bob and I I'm right in front of him, so yeah that was yeah it's it's just something but then. Because you've seen it and you work at it, then it, it's like the new norm. But then you're still sort of going, but this is the new norm, like, and you don't realize where you are now. How other people go, oh my goodness, you're there with Bob Proctor, and I'm like, oh, isn't it funny? But it was so easy. Right. It was so easy. I just, I just got here, and there were a whole load of things leading up to that. You know, to me getting there, it was almost as if I wasn't going, and on the day, literally the day before, everything came together for me to go. I mean, literally, the day before, I hadn't the flights booked. I had nothing paid for. I had, I was still finding myself at that stage, and um, everything came together for me to get there.
0: Wow! And where did this training take place? Toronto. Oh, okay. So you flew to Toronto.
1: Yeah, and that's whenever it was like snow, snow 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 and more snow yes <laughs> it was so cold so we didn't go anywhere in toronto it was literally in the hotel and that was and that was it, in the conference center
0: yeah yeah wow that must have been so exciting and when did you get to the point where you ended up working alongside bob
1: well that's it that's what we are as them so bob's dream is um to have one hundred thousand consultants you know i mean he's 86 now isn't he yeah so that's the thing it's like um he literally is looking to have. I think we've got about seventeen hundred consultants now. Okay. That are literally global, and so that's what—that's basically it. He has literally got seventeen hundred of us that are out there and making it go on. Because where does the legacy stop? Whenever Bob stops, that's we want to keep this legacy alive and literally, you know, you know, keep that going. So, but then. The next thing was was that through all the when you say magic happens, and then that's whenever through again, just like you, Bruce. Whenever you're you're out there and you're just constantly networking and constantly chatting with people, that I ended up then working on the movie with the the new High Thoughts Become Things movie. So like we had the secret where Bob was on there, and now Bob's on the High Thoughts Become Things movie with Douglas Vermeeran as the movie producer, and I'm sitting on a Zoom meeting going. Like, how how did I get here? (laughs) How did this happen? Again, it was like another surreal moment. Again, events just lead you up. I really believe, Bruce, is that when you've got something in your mind about where you're going, see, if you have it too intentionally set that you're going to go in this step, this step, this step, this step, there's no magic. Like, there's no magic. Where's the magic? Steve Jobs says, if you, you should only be able to connect the dots going back. Not going forward, if you're connecting them going forward, you're just having the same thing. So my goals are so high that it's got space. And I've let go of them. No, I finally you've got to let go of your goals as well. Just let them go and let them float, whatever. Just don't hang on to them because they'll never come then. But whenever you can let them go, because you know, well, I'll have that or better. It doesn't have to be exactly that, that or better. And then the magic pops in. So, yeah, I end up then on the, uh, with his, working with the, Zoom, with the um, movie producer of How Thoughts Become Things. And he said that, yes, the people who were on that Zoom were the ones who were going to be listed as the, um, on the credits at the end of the movie. And it was just like, oh, go figure. That was easy.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, this new movie, I mean, I, I want to hear your response to this, but uh, How Thoughts. Become Things, you know, what a powerful movie. What was your first magical uh, thought when you saw this movie for the first time?
1: It explains how to do it. And you've got different people explaining their viewpoint of how it does. So the secret was more, you know, look, this is what happens. You're attracting everything, but it sort of leaves you open. This actually tells you how to do it. So don't just watch it once, watch it over and over, because the 10th time you watch it, you're going to hear something different. You're going to hear a different message. So for me, it was just so every time I watch it, to be honest, Bruce, I get a different message from it. And listening to how different people say things, it's 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 like your blueprint. Yeah. but That's phenomenal. If, you, if you've not done the study before, you may not believe it's possible. You know, I have a, um, you know, friends who have not done any of this work and they go. And um, so just an example that I said, oh, whenever my boyfriend was out one time and I wanted him to message me and I just lay down quietly and I just visualized, whispering in his ear, you know, text me, text me. And it was a bit of a joke. And then I just like went down to go to sleep and without word of a lie. He texted me. OK, so I shared this with my friend. And the next day she said, it doesn't work, Sheena. And I went, well, tell me, explain to me what you did. Well, I I, I visualized and I visualized. And I visualized. Can you hear it already in yes. my voice? Yes. <laughs> she was trying to force it. Yeah. And and of course, what happened? Nothing happened. Right. So it doesn't work. Well, of course it doesn't work. Like I was doing it for fun. I didn't care whether he texted me or not. She was trying to make it happen. Yeah. So the how thoughts become things, people tend to, to force it, and then it doesn't work. They get It backfires, so they don't believe it. But it does work. You need to relax and have fun with it. As soon as you become serious, Bruce, that's it. Job done. Like, out the window. Have fun with it. Don't take yourself so seriously. Stop walking around going, you know, uh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the other. Just sort of go, I don't know, this just worked. Like, I don't know how it happened, you know? It's so
0: true. We just have to lighten up, don't we? And we can become so heavy. I want you to tell us a story about someone you've worked with who has really moved significantly from a place of pain and frustration to a place of joy and contentment. Can you tell us about one of your clients?
1: Oh, gosh. There's quite a few of them, but um, there's two people came to mind. And it's just when you said that, that went from flow, because that's one of the things that we teach. So even though when we start off with our goals and their external goals, and I asked them to drop the goals, because all I wanted them to do is raise their vibration into joy, love, peace, happiness, security, what, all the things that we want and to anchor those feelings. So that is the first stage in the journey. It's an internal journey. Then the outside just happens. And here's the brilliant thing, Bruce, is that you wouldn't really care if the outside happened or not. Because you got what you were searching for, but things do shift, so I do have a, quite a lot of testimonials but so there's just an example of one girl where um an ex um an ex client had just popped on to one of our webinars, and she'd already seen this other girl um I think it was about four months ago, and she spoke to me afterwards, and she went, "Oh my goodness, the girl I won 't give you her name she has changed she is." Like when she first came on, she was like, you could see the anxiety. Now she's just like floating. It's like nothing matters. I I know it's amazing, isn't it? Where you just sort of go, oh, so uptighty. So that can be one of the first things. Um, but then aligned with that then comes because you're in alignment with your goals. So then I have um other clients, like one girl is um, she's working with corporate with a big with a big car company. And she just has noticed, well, first of all, she's also running her own business as well, where clients were then starting to come to her. She did her first webinar, Bruce. And, like, I support my clients' webinars and I get all my other clients to jump on the webinars and wear that. So if nobody turns up, at least you've got somebody to talk to. Right. Because it's all about getting yourself out there, isn't yes. it? You know? Yes, it is. You've got you to create a channel for something to come to you. And so, um, so with, with one of the girls, we did it, and then she had two clients turn up and two clients, you know, joined. That was brilliant. Then with this other person, honest to goodness, there was over a hundred. I mean, she was fully booked on her Zoom. So she can only take a hundred people at a time. Right. She had over. She attracted over a hundred people on her first webinar. Wow. Like, how the heck? Do, she didn't even. I couldn't believe it. I, I was just like, that's just awesome. She was just. She had gone into absolute peace and serenity and allowing things to happen and so then she had she would message me and go oh my goodness somebody just reached out to LinkedIn and asked me to mentor them privately wow. you know um, so all these messages just come through I keep copies of them and then um, now that she's gone back because obviously there was a bit of the, the she wasn't at work now she's back at work and she's just noticed she was so stressed at work before she says the whole difference. People are talking to her differently. They're giving her more respect. They're appreciating her. But here's the thing. It's because, Bruce, she started to appreciate and love herself first. Mm. If you're not it first, you can't get it in the universe. It's like a mirror. So if you're being all anxious and upset and forcing, look at look at that in the mirror. What What does that image give you? But if you're giving... Love, joy, appreciation, and being mindful. And I really mean that, being mindful of that at all times of the day. Stop thinking about, what am I going to have for dinner? Oh, the dog's made a mess. The cat's, it doesn't matter. Literally go, be mindful of love, joy, peace, abundance. Love, joy, peace, abundance. And you're, if you can keep, you're thinking anyway, so like, why don't you just think those thoughts? And people say, but, you know, that's like too much effort. Well, you're thinking anyway. So what's the other rubbish you're thinking? Half the time you don't even remember. You're in somebody else's business, like you're in the next door neighbor's business and you're complaining in your head about something that who cares or complaining about something on the other side of the world. What are you going to do about it? Is that going to help you now? What would help somebody on the other side of the world? You being in love, joy, peace and abundance. And if there is something you can do, you will be given an idea. And if there isn't, then your very vibration itself will be like a butterfly effect. Have you ever read the book Power versus Force, Bruce?
0: No, I haven't.
1: I'll, I'll make sure I set properly for the viewers. Power versus force—it's the way right. I said. Power, Power versus, versus force. force. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it talks about vib- you know vibration. So if we're in a low mood, we're in a low vibration, and luckily, it doesn't go very far. So you'd be glad to know that if you're in a bad mood, it tends just to be you and the poor household that you're in. So, you know, lucky you, but as you rise in your vibration, your vibration is has a certain, um, you can actually measure it. And as you get higher, you start to affect people around you. So I know that most people vibrate around 200 to 250 out of a thousand. Don't ask me the calculation of it, but there you go. You can read the book yourself and, that's where we tend to be and that's in stress and shame and guilt and worry and when you can rise up into something like um like pure joy is really high that's about 800 but if you can just get up to love which is around 600 you can affect 10 million people
0: fascinating
1: so just by sitting being happier you can affect the person next door you can affect your family across the world. I mean, I just think it's amazing. It just...
0: It it is amazing. And Sheena, you have a way of coming across... You just seem so light and happy and content and relaxed. And you certainly make me feel all those things when I talk to you. Now, I want to ask you a question about bullying because I've worked in the field of bullying prevention for a long time. Do you have a story either from childhood, adulthood... A story where maybe there was some bullying involved, but mindfulness would have made a difference if you had been able to look at it in a different way. Do you have a story you can share with us about that?
1: I have. I mean, it's actually, if everybody could be the way I was, and then you see you change, don't you? And then, you know, and then you bully yourself. So that's the biggest bullying is the bullying yourself, which is what I did to myself in that period when I was dying. That was, I was my worst bully then. Because I realised it was nobody outside's fault as to where I was. It was me. I became my biggest bully at that point in time. So just be for people to be really mindful of that is that you you are your worst bully, and if you're bullying yourself, that you will reflect something in the outside world and pull it towards you. So this is like be really really mindful mindful of that of being nice to yourself. Please love yourself I mean if that's any message that I want to give the people is please love yourself more and if there's a book called by um, Don Miguel Ruiz and it's called Love Mastery and when I realized that I didn't love myself at all I read that book I listened to it on audio over and over and over and over again till I realized what love truly was so that's the first thing but yeah whenever I was younger Bruce um, like I remember being in, in a mainly So I'm brought up in Northern Ireland, and it was a mainly Protestant school. And I was like the token Catholic, as we called it. And I remember them bullying me for being a Catholic. And they had all these funny names, you know, that whenever you were Catholic, they had funny, you know, different names. But I used to think, well, I am. You know, I am Catholic. So what's your problem? Right. So so what? It was like, what? what? So I, I never understood why they would just, like, call me names. So I just used to laugh and walk off. So nobody really... I think that just like withered off. Then whenever I went into Belfast and went into college click. I mean, it was just so obvious right from the beginning. You can spot them a mile off. Honestly, Bruce, we're great in Northern Ireland for figuring that out. <laughs> and, um, but because I went to a grammar school and normally grammar school, you go on to, um, you go on to like university. Well, I didn't. And um, so I'm at, at a school where people were at secondary schools, but I didn't understand the difference. As far as I was concerned, you went to primary school and then you went to next school and then either you went to college or university or a job. I didn't know any different. I didn't know grammar school was anything special. So I'm sitting in this class and I said, you know, I said my name and I went to Sullivan Upper Grammar School. And immediately there was like the hip for great, the hip for out apparently that I was a snob. I didn't know I was a snob. I was just being me. Right. I mean, I really didn't notice. So for a whole year, and now the only reason that I found out, Bruce, that I was being bullied was because they actually told me they actually stopped me and they said, Sheena, we have tried to bully you for a whole year and you've not even noticed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's went, funny. Did, they'd say, did you not notice? Like every time, you know, we, we you know, you'd know, you go for lunch and you'd say, yes, I'm coming, that we'd all disappear. And I said, well, I used to just think I was late. <laughs> so I honestly, God, never noticed. And then they realized that there was no harm to me at all. And it was just Sheena and that was it, end of story. So, you know, it, it that my mindset then was just like, I was in the right mindset then going, it's not me. It's them right? Right. because I've not got a problem. So, and they have a problem, but I don't, so it must be them. I didn't realize it was because of me. They were having a problem. So imagine if you could just walk through your life and just go, if somebody's got a problem with you, it's their problem, It's their
0: problem. Yes, that's, that's so, so right on.
1: Nothing they have their little filters they've got their own little glasses on, and they look at you, and you know what's really great is you should be able to laugh at yourself because you go ha ha, I've stimulated something inside you that you don't like about yourself, but you can't look inside yourself, so you have to look at me and point it at me and be so it's my fault. Do you get that
0: Yes yes, it's I get in that, them,
1: but they can't look inside, so it has so if you're in a bad mood and somebody comes in your way and then they do something and you start shouting at them, you know, because like you think it's them. Let me tell you, it's nothing to do with them. It's you. You just needed our conscious mind is six seconds behind our vibration, our subconscious mind. Yeah. And they proved this with an MRI scan. They put a guy in an MRI scanner and they he was allowed to press whatever button he wanted to press right or left. And it was his choice. Nobody asked him to do it. He was just told choose. The guy who was looking at the results knew what the guy was going to choose six seconds before he pressed the button. Wow. So let me tell you, guys, if, you're ag- if somebody's agitating you, it's because you were agitated and you just want to blame something outside you. Now, whenever we do the work with Bob, the thinking into results, you learn to look inside. Now, it's not easy to begin with because you don't want to look inside. You don't want to acknowledge all that pain and suffering that you've given yourself because it's somebody else's fault and it's so much easier to blame somebody else but you have to look inside yourself because here's the thing if you want to reach your goal you got to know where you are so like if you're in um you want to get to Birmingham but yet um you think you're in London but actually you're in Scotland like you're going to be going in the wrong direction aren't you <laughs>
0: yes you are
1: so You've got to know where you are and look inside yourself, however painful it is. But you know what? Once it comes out and you start to deal with it, you can't wait for the next paradigm to come out. Oh, you're like, I'm ready. Come on, get it. Because you just, you become more mindful of and more aware of the beauty of life and how you were holding yourself under before. And you can start to breathe. It's like, you know, the shard, um, like the tallest building in the UK. OK. So literally, it's like, you know, going up through the floors, you start to rise and you want to get to the top floor. So not everybody goes to the top floor and you can breathe and you can see everything. Mm-hmm. But no, we keep ourselves on the ground floor, don't we Asking yes. everybody's opinion and blaming everybody else and then blaming ourselves and bullying ourselves. And that just doesn't help anybody. So, it
0: certainly you know, tends to be a human condition, certainly, doesn't it?
1: That was the worst form of bullying was me bullying myself.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's,
1: that was torturous.
0: Wow. So I don't yeah. recommend
1: anybody doing it.
0: I can, I can just feel how much pain you went through. Sheena, as we move forward in the interview, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So just okay. 30 second answers are perfect. The first one is this. Who is one person who has influenced mindfulness in the biggest way in your life?
1: Oh, Bob Proctor. Like so that, no 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 question.
0: No question. Wow. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that answer, that's for sure. How has mindfulness affected your emotions, Sheena?
1: Oh, harmony. Harmony and balance. I'm not saying I don't I haven't cried or whatever, but I can observe myself now rather than being in it. And then sometimes I just go, Do you know what? I'm happy being sad today, you know what? I'm just happy, being flippant, miserable, so everybody stay out of my way <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> it does, you know most of the time it's balance, yeah
0: well, we haven't talked about this. Tell us how breathing is part of your mindfulness
1: oh well that that pulls you into center, doesn't it that that's and notice that you're not doing the breathing, who's breathing you like When you're lying there or sitting there and feeling your chest rise up and down, who is breathing you? Because if you tried to consciously stop breathing, you'd have to breathe again. Who's doing that? That's your awareness. That's the one thing that never, ever changes. When you look in the mirror as an eight-year-old child and you look in the mirror now, that's the same awareness as you had then as you have now, we just look a little bit different now. So who's breathing you?
0: Such a great question. If you could recommend a book related to mindfulness, what would that be? And you've already recommended Power Versus Force, and you've recommended Love Mastery. Are there any
1: other I books? I think for mindfulness itself, you know, um, I, the first book that literally pops into my mind is The Power of Now. I mean, that has to be one of the, the the all-time greats. And so the power of now is, but one of the things for people to remember is it's almost like there's two nows. This is how I had to deal with it. So the now that you don't like, right. but know that the now that you don't like is creating the next now. So what can you do now? To, what do you want to feel? And if you can't go from super, super depressed to super, super happy, stop doing that because you're just causing resistance. Just go. I want to feel a bit better. Okay. Well, that's what you say then for the next five minutes. I just want to feel better. I just want to feel better. Then when you're starting to feel better, then you can ask yourself, well, what do I want to feel in the next now? I want to feel a bit happier. Okay. I want to feel a bit happier. And you can walk yourself in steps till you get to a place where your body starts to vibrate in that, oh, I feel, feels a bit lighter now. I can notice your breathing. It's, it's lighter, it's slower. Yeah. So that breathing is, is something that's going to help you get you there by slowing everything down. But yeah.
0: Yeah. The Power of Now is an incredible book. Can you share an app of any kind? Are there any apps that can help with mindfulness that you're aware of?
1: Well, the one, of the, the one I use at the moment is actually called Soul Time. Okay. And that's got daily meditations. And I love it because you can actually put in your mood, your mood, with, um, your mood with yourself, your mood with others, and your mood with God. Now, whether you want to use the word God or, or energy or universe, it's entirely up to you. But so every day is a different meditation. And then because of the group of things that you've said as to where your mood is, it'll come up with some different meditations for you as well. And I have found them to be really shifting. I actually so look forward. I feel like I'm going home when I sit and listen to those because it brings me back to center. And yeah, they, they're just powerful how, how they use bits of the Bible into real life. You know, not just leaving them there and like, you know, well, there you go. It's out there. Nobody understands what the Bible says. What they do is they just lift it, bring it back here and go, well, this is how you apply it in life. And you go, oh, I get it. I get it now. All oh, right. And that's something for you to practice all day. And so I did that. I actually do that three times a day. So I do morning, morning, noon, and night for that sole time. But then I also do um, the Silva method. So if anybody's ever done that, the Silva um, Ultramind method. And that has um, little beats in it that help bring you to alpha mode. And it explains the whole procedure as to how and why you get there and why alpha, et cetera, et cetera. But I have found that really powerful as well.
0: And is that an app?
1: No, it's not an app. Actually, it's a book. Oh, it's a book. Yeah, it's an audio book.
0: Is it S-I-L-V-E-R or
1: S-I-L-V-A?
0: thought you said that, but I wanted to double check. The Silva Ultra Mind Method. Right. Okay, we'll check that out. Well, you know, this movie, How Thoughts Become Things, going back to that, here's how you can get the movie. Go to mindfulnessmode.com slash howthoughts. Yes, and this is an affiliate link. So if you purchase the movie at that link, I will receive a small payment. And once again, the link is this, mindfulnessmode.com how thoughts And I'm sure you will absolutely love the movie
1: literally, you can just buy the movie itself and you'll get extra bonuses with that anyway, which is awesome. And
0: I'll put that link in our show notes at mindfulnessmode.com. Yeah. And uh, wow, it's just been so much fun talking to you, Sheena, and experiencing your level of calm and your level of mindfulness because you seem totally contented. And you've been through this journey and you're just very very grounded at this point so i think it's awesome that you've had this opportunity to work with bob proctor
1: oh it's it, it, it is it's amazing and one of the gifts i want to give to to and um, to anybody listening as well is we've got this little leaflet and at first i didn't put much importance on it but you know, there's nothing that comes from Bob that isn't important. And I don't know, whenever I will finally learn that lesson that no matter what Bob produces, it's, all, it's awesome. It's got such meaning and thought behind it. So there's eight questions that warrant attention. Now those eight questions, remember I said to you about, if you don't know where you are now, how can you know where you're going? Well, these questions pull out, help to pull out where you are now and help to show you where you are going. But here's the thing, there's a bit of a gap in the middle there, isn't there? And so it gives you a description as to what's in that gap. And it gives you a little, so if people want that, shall I just give my phone number and then- Uh, Yeah, however
0: you'd like Mindful Tribe to contact you, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. If you can actually literally just text me your name and the number eight, then I know what you want, first of all, so your name and the number eight to 0044. 7494-592-046. And I'll get one of my team to get back to you and make sure that you get that leaflet. So it's very, very simple. Just send your name and the number eight, and I know that's what you want.
0: Name and the number eight and text it to this number, 00447494 five nine two zero four six yes so that's great sheena yeah that's great it's been so much fun talking
1: good i love it i love it i love it It's, it's lovely to meet you bruce you're just i can feel your energy as well you know that's where when you sent your message back to me I could feel that you can feel that energy of a grounded person there as well, can't you? And you know, it's going to be a good react. It's going to be a good interaction. And that's what I just love about this. We can spot each other a mile off, can't we? Yeah,
0: we can. (laughs) Yeah. And I look forward to so many more conversations with you. So thank you so much for coming on Mindfulness Mode today, Sheena.
1: Thank you for having me on, Bruce.
0: My pleasure. Bye now.
1: (laughs) Bye bye.